everybody, this is Cara Johnstad, singer, songwriter, and founder of Voice Your Essence. And I'm here to share with you today the newest article entitled, Why Listen? How to Know Where to Share Your Voice and Who to Do Business With. We sing with our ears. We hear with our hearts. Let me share with you some beginning lines of a new book I've been writing. I have been there, in the valleys that carry the mountain streams of silence. I rolled inside the rapids and got pulled under. Exploring the riverbed, I scraped past the boulder that told me of the lost bird whose feather had been carried by the eagle man to the highest mountaintop. And so I went to my knees, and I pulled myself up and climbed and climbed and climbed, and there the breeze brushed with delight my left temple, and the silent song invaded my soul, permeated my bones. There in the calm hush of the night, I remained listening. I listened deep into the wild winds. My blood spooked and thrilled at the same time. I stood wombed, enveloped in darkness. Yes, in that precious moment, my soul lost its name, and I went for the sky. I am a kite. These lines of mine open a book I have been working on, and they reminded me today how very important it is to cultivate the art of deep listening. Listening is a magnetic and strange thing, a creative force. The friends who listen to us are the ones we move toward. When we are listened to, it creates us. It makes us unfold and expand. Those two lines were from Carl A. Menninger. So as a writer, what do I hear? In the moment, the movement of traffic, a blender. Someone is putting trash into the container and interwoven are feathered creatures, the Berlin sparrows chirping and chattering. That is all outside of my windows. And then there is the ever so slight sigh of the laptop and the clickety-clack of the keys while I type at my desk. And yes, I've turned it down to record in the moment, but coming through my stereo boxes is Horowitz playing Beethoven's piano sonatas. So now stop for a moment and listen to your surroundings. What are you hearing? Kids' voices? The washing machine? Someone talking on the phone? the wind, a printer in the office, a dog's bark. One of the greatest secrets to life is learning the art of deep listening. As a writer, we capture the rhythms and the sound of language. We smile when we discover odd sentences and new words and love keeping them tucked inside our brain, only to pull them out at the right moment. We can only gather the sounds and rhythms if we practice deep listening. And as a singer, we capture the nuances of tone and take flight leaning against the strings and forming and molding the words and letting it all resonate between our ears. Yes, we sing with our ears and we listen with our hearts. And one of the secrets to having a powerful voice is keeping the seed of sound centered above the vocal folds and right between the ears, listening in and expanding out directly above the vocal folds, not thrown out into the world too quickly. 
if you listen in while speaking or singing and keep the voice right smack between the ears, it has time to grow before it goes out into the world. Once it goes out, it's harder to take back. So it is deep and active listening that will not only change your artistry and make you excel as an artist, it will also deepen your friendships and gift you with the best business and work experiences possible, and it will keep you out of trouble. It is transformational, magnetic, a creative force. When we truly, deeply listen to each other, there is an alternating current that happens that recharges us so that we never tire. We stay present and fresh and are constantly being recreated. Try it. There is a very old story about a Sufi mystic. Once upon a time, a long, long time ago, a Sufi mystic was walking on the outskirts of an old village when he came upon a cemetery. Now it was very late at night and the moon was full. And there he is, and he stumbles upon a pile of skulls. They are heaped up high, and he's very, very curious. He picks up a skull and examines it. They all have a place for the eyes and the mouth and the nose, and yet the ears, the ears, they're all different. Some of the skulls have ears that are joined together by a passage, and then there are these few skulls where the ears are not joined together at all. And as he examines more closely, there is a bone, a, a cartilage blocking. Strange, he thinks to himself, as if the nose has decided to have a twin and, and grow backwards. And as he picks up another skull, he sees that the ears are connected to a wide passage that leads directly to the heart. Now the very, very wise old Sufi mystic is a bit dumbfounded, and prays to God. Tell me about this mystery. Why are some ears connected and others not, while others have a passage that runs straight to the heart? He wondered and wondered and wondered, and waited and waited and waited, and then he heard a deep inner whispering, and God said, It is good that you came upon this pile of skulls. I had left them there for you, to learn a very important lesson. I wish to show you that there are three types of people. One hears only through one ear, and it never goes anywhere. They may hear, but they do not listen. The sound simply bounces off of them, back and back and back and forth. They remain untouched. There's a second type who hear, but only for a very short moment in time. They hear through one ear, and it goes out the other. They have heard, but not really taken the time to absorb or understand. A coming and going. It is heard and yet lost again so quickly. The third type of person is rare. They are the few souls who hear through both ears, and it reaches into the heart. This is deep listening, my dear friend. Always remember this story. And when you are sharing and talking with people, talk only to those who take whatsoever you say into their hearts. Otherwise, it's a waste of time. Our life energy is precious, and we need to learn to give to those souls who are open to receive our offerings. We also need to stay quiet and practice mindful silence when surrounded by people with closed ears. Our time is too valuable. Jiddu Krishnamurti said, so when you are listening to somebody completely, attentively, then you are listening not only to the words, but also to the feeling of what is being conveyed, to the whole of it, 
not part of it. I have always used deep listening as a singer-songwriter to hit the top performance level and write music and poetry. And yet I have to admit, with the music industry running so fast, I sometimes found myself multitasking on the business side and private sides. Pulling 14-hour days, I remember being with a good friend who I rarely saw, our time so precious. We were at the park and lyrics for an upcoming show were running through my head and I kept on pulling out my notes and slipping in my headphones as I had to get them into my bones before the big event. And at the same time, I had calls coming in for the venues and sound checks to organize. And at the same time, that friend was walking right next to me. Witnessing this behavior from outside of myself and living it at the same time, I finally understood. And I remembered the story of the ears. It was a wake-up call. I was not being fully present. Life is precious. And the contrast was painful. On that day, I made a commitment to myself to be fully present and connected and create my life and not react to my life. I also made the commitment to work 100% with people whose ears are leading to their hearts. Decisions are powerful, and I'm happy to say that I have one of the best teams in the world. It's been a transformational journey, and I understand now the Sufi story may be true or not, but when holding a meeting or on stage in front of a big audience, I'm quicker to sense where I'm standing. In every crowd, there are the people who hear with only one ear. And then there are the people who are here with one ear, grabbing on for a quick moment. It flies out the other ear, and they're full of things and sounds and chatter, and yet nothing really has changed. They love to be entertained. When they leave the dinner table or the concert or put down the book, nothing really remains. They consume and move on. And then there are the concerts that stay with me and the audience for a lifetime. The concerts when I walk out onto stage and look into a sea of people and I see the ones that are able to see and hear with the heart. And more and more, it is everyone in the room. They have gathered, the poets, the singers, dancers, writers, healers, visionaries, dear friends, and musicians. And if you are reading this, you too are most likely a seeker. Someone who loves the deeper layers. Someone who loves to be moved by music and have it accompany you for a while. Have it become part of your personal matrix. For you I sing and write. So how do you know who to share your gems with and who to do business with? Remember this lesson. Do business with people who are capable of deep listening. Do business with people who are interested in the whole you. And share your gifts and gems with souls who are able to be present. If you practice the art of deep listening, I promise you, your friendships will deepen and your business will become more and more successful. Why? Because you will only be spending your life energy on those people and things that really matter. You see, I'm not interested in the crowd, and I'm not interested in the entertainment industry. I am interested in individuals. I am interested in people with metal. I am interested in the essence. So thanks so much for listening in today. 
If you'd like to join the Voice Your Essence community at Facebook, just log into facebook.com slash voiceyouressence and we're right there. And if you'd like to subscribe to this podcast or newsletter, you can sign into karajonsta.com and receive some free gifts. There is a beautiful voice meditation there. Yeah, and be part of that growing community. Okay, everybody, I'm going to see you next week. Thanks so much. Stay cool. Bye-bye.